The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope you had a great weekend and you're ready to meet the new week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, January 31st, 2022. Monday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time in the Missal. It's liturgical year C, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. John Bosco. Born in 1815, in his youth in Turin, he wanted to become a priest so he could work with young boys. John was ordained in 1841. He met a poor orphan in Turin and instructed him in preparation for receiving Holy Communion. He then gathered young apprentices and taught them catechism. After serving as chaplain in a hospice for working girls, Don Bosco opened the Oratory of St. Francis de Sales for boys. By 1856, the institution had grown to 150 boys. In 1854, John and his followers informally banded together inspired by St. Francis de Sales. John founded the Salesians officially in 1859. Their activity concentrated on education and mission work. Later, he organized a group of Salesian sisters to assist girls. St. John Bosco died in 1888. St. John Bosco, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I firmly believe that you are here, Jesus. This is something that I say every time I pray, whether with my words or with other words, I make an act of faith. And speaking about prayer, The other day, someone asked me, Father, how do you know that you are talking to Jesus? Or how do you listen to Jesus in prayer? How do you know that he is listening to you? It's a very good question, right? When we pray, sometimes we have the impression that we are talking to ourselves. But I think that uh, there is something very unique in prayer. And is a way that Jesus has to talk to us in his When we pray, we are changed. And especially if there is something against someone else, if you are upset, if we are upset, and we start our mental prayer, like today, with an act of faith, Jesus, I believe that you are here, 
immediately those things that are not going well with someone else, maybe a little bit of resentment or some grudges, they pop up. And then you say, well, Jesus, you know what? Before talking about other things about my life, I need to talk to you about this. This thing that is in my heart. And I don't know what to do with it. It is uh, something very unique, I guess. When we pray, we change. I change, Jesus. You change me. And this is what happens when we read the gospel as well. Of course. You're talking to other people. You're interacting with other people. And those dialogues help me a lot for my prayer. Today we see and one of the most spectacular miracles in the gospel. It's kind of funny, but a little scary at the same time. Because Jesus meets this guy nearby a tomb that was crazy. And was possessed by a legion of demons. And the funny thing of this kind of exorcism is that our Lord allows the demons to go to 2,000 pigs and to possess them. And the gospel says that those pigs, those animals were possessed by demons and they were run in a stampede and they fell into the water and were drowned. Just imagine 2,000 pigs screaming like crazy, possessed, and then jumping from a cliff to the water. To me, it's kind of hilarious and scary at the same time. But it shows that uh, inside that man's heart, there was more than just grudges or, or resentment. There was a battle, and he was losing that battle, of course. So let's see how Jesus approaches that situation. You, my Lord... The first thing is is wonderful because you said, what's your name? Do you remember your identity? You are a son of God. Do you remember your name? Very good starting point for my prayer. What's my name? What's my, what's my identity, Jesus? It is a place that uh, can be safe, can be protected. I am a son of God. Solid foundation for my peace in my heart. And maybe sometimes my actions are not according to my dignity. Maybe I commit some sins. Maybe I get away from, from you. But I keep my identity. What's your name? And then Jesus performs the miracle. And the gospel says that at the end, after the miracle, the exorcism, the men sat down in front of Jesus and listened to him. Very interesting, Jesus, to listen to you in my prayer. To open my eyes, the eyes of my soul, in order to listen to you. To create some silence in this world that is so hectic, in order to be able to understand your language, your presence. So maybe right now, if you want to, you can stop this meditation for a second or for some minutes, and then talk to Jesus about what's going on in your heart. Maybe you need to make a little bit of an examination of conscience, And with him, with Jesus inside you, to go to those places in your heart that need to be clean with the presence of Jesus. And maybe you can apply to your heart what Pope Francis says about the church. I see the church as a field hospital after battle. Can you imagine that? Chaos, blood, people screaming. And then the church, the presence of Jesus, comes to heal. Thank you, my Lord for coming to my heart. There's this book, and and I think they also made a movie. The name is Unbroken. It's an amazing story about an American soldier 
that was captured during the Second World War. And uh, he was a prisoner of war in a concentration camp in Japan. And he was tortured for two years, more or less. And after the war, he was free and came back to the U.S. And, uh, and for months, he was trying to go back to Japan and to kill the man that was torturing him for two years. So he had a plan. And, uh, but the problem is that he started drinking at the same time. His wife was very scared about the whole situation. And it's a true story. After some months with uh, ups and downs and struggling, the wife brought him to a Protestant minister, Billy Grant, very famous in the U.S. And then apparently they had like, kind of an interview and, uh, and the minister told him, you have a monster. There is a monster in your life. And then the guy looked at uh, his wife and said, you see, I got to go to Japan to kill this monster. And then Billy Grant said, no, 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 but the monster is not in Japan. The monster is in your heart. Unless you forgive him, you will not be at peace. And then Sam Perini, which is the name of the guy in the book, uh, explains that he gets nods like, I know there's no way I can uh, forgive such an animal that uh, was so cruel with me. Long story short, he ended up going to Japan, meeting this guy, which is called the bird in the book, and uh, he forgives him. And he's at peace. He comes back and he has a happy marriage. And later in life, he writes books and, uh, and then changes other people's lives. It is so important to pray in order to change, to be open to something that goes beyond our possibilities. Jesus, when I pray, I'm opening up to a reality, which is your existence and your powerful love that goes farther than I can imagine. There is a, something to be discovered. Every time I pray, every time of prayer is unique. You are talking to me. You are changing me. And you are giving me the strength that I need to follow you and to bring with me other people. In the Gospel of today, at the end, it is so wonderful when you said, go home and bring your family the joy that you have in your heart. You can see the whole process. What's your name? Why are you here? You have a dignity. Now go home. Please recover your dignity. Recover your peace and bring it to the world. Thank you, my Lord, for giving me such a wonderful existence. Speaking about possessed animals and stuff like that, I remember when I was in college, some of my friends told me the story of a rat that entered into his uh, building and they had a room in the basement for guests. And uh, in the morning, he went to pick something up from there and he saw the rat in that room and then he didn't have time because he was late for, for class and then he closed the door, locked the door and went on campus and spent the day there. Later at night, he forgot about it when he came back and uh, sure enough, that night they had a guest. And halfway through the night at 2 a.m. or whatever, the whole house, you know, heard a huge scream of panic. And then he remembered and everybody rushed downstairs and the, the adventure was to find the rat, to kill it or whatever, and to free the guy that was kind of uh, out of control from his fears. And uh, it made me think, you don't want to have a rat ever in your room. And if you know that there is something there, an animal that you don't like, you don't go to sleep, right? 
Jesus, do whatever before going to sleep. At least I will do whatever. Same in my heart, Jesus. Maybe this is a very simple resolution, very practical, but something that I can do. Never, ever go to sleep with a rat in my heart. Never, ever end in my day with some resentment. When I pray at night, my three Hail Marys kneeling in my room, I look at your mother and I say, today I did what I could to be a good person. Now I'm going to rest. I'm going to put my heart in your hands. And if there is anything there separating me from you or from others, my mother, I want you to please take it away. Clean my heart. Help me to forgive. Help me to be open to forgive anything from anyone and to be at peace. And then I will be able to pray, to listen to your son and to be happy. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's the memorial of St. John Bosco, founder of the Salesians, January 31st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church now in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. 
For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart! How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart! How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart! Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice. Their minds seethe with plots. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens, and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words. They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them. Such are the wicked. But untroubled, they grow in wealth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. 
Their, their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day. Then I said, If I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too hard for my mind to understand until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked. How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake, you dismiss them as phantoms. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Their, their laughter will turn to weeping, their, their merriment to grief. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight. Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and so you will lead me to glory. What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever. All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works at the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the first letter to the Thessalonians. We thank God constantly that in receiving his message from us, you took it, not as the word of men, but as it truly is, the word of God at work within you who believe. Brothers, you have been made like the churches of God in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered the same treatment from your fellow countrymen as they did from the Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and persecuted us. Displeasing to God and hostile to all mankind, they try to keep us from preaching salvation to the Gentiles. All this time they have been filling up their quota of sins but the wrath has descended upon them at last. Brothers, 
When we were orphaned by separation from you for a time, in sight, not in mind, we were seized with the greatest longing to see you. So we tried to come to you. I, Paul, tried more than once, but Satan blocked the way. Who, after all, if not you, will be our hope or joy or the crown we exult in before our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? You are our boast and our delight. That is why, when we could endure it no longer, we decided to remain alone at Athens and send you Timothy. He is our brother and God's fellow worker in preaching the gospel of Christ, and so we sent him to strengthen and encourage you in regard to your faith, lest any of you be shaken by these trials. You know well enough that such trials are our common lot. When we were still with you, we used to warn you that we would undergo trial. Now it has happened, and you know what we meant. That is why I sent to find out about your faith when I could stand the suspense no longer, fearing that the tempter had put you to the test and all our labor might have gone for nothing. But now, brothers, since Timothy has returned to us from you, reporting the good news of your faith and love, and telling us that you constantly remember us and are as desirous to see us as we are to see you, we have been much consoled by your faith throughout our distress and trial, so much so that we shall continue to flourish only if you stand firm in the Lord. What thanks can we give to God for all the joy we feel in his presence because of you, as we ask him fervently night and day that we may see you face to face and remedy any shortcomings in your faith. May God himself, who is our Father, and our Lord Jesus, make our path to you a straight one. And may the Lord increase you, and make you overflow with love for one another and for all, even as our love does for you. May he strengthen your hearts, making them blameless and holy before our God and Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. May the Lord be generous in making your hearts overflow with love for one another and for all peoples. And may he confirm your hearts in holiness. May our Lord himself inspire your hearts with courage. And may he confirm your hearts in holiness. From a letter by St. John Bosco, priest. First of all, if we wish to appear concerned about the true happiness of our foster children, and if we would move them to fulfill their duties, you must never forget that you are taking the place of the parents of these beloved young people. I have always labored lovingly for them and carried out my priestly duties with zeal, and the whole Salesian society has done this with me. My sons, in my long experience, very often I had to be convinced of this great truth. It is easier to become angry than to restrain oneself, and to threaten a boy than to persuade him. Yes, indeed, it is more fitting to be persistent in punishing our own impatience and pride than to correct the boys. We must be firm but kind and be patient with them. I give you as a model the charity of Paul, which he showed to his new converts. They often reduced him to tears and entreaties when he found them lacking docility and even opposing his loving efforts. 
See that no one finds you motivated by impetuosity or willfulness. It is difficult to keep calm when administering punishment, but this must be done if we are to keep ourselves from showing off our authority or spilling out our anger. Let us regard those boys over whom we have some authority as our own sons. Let us place ourselves in their service. Let us be ashamed to assume an attitude of superiority. Let us not rule over them except for the purpose of serving them better. This was the method that Jesus used with the disciples. He put up with their ignorance and roughness and even their infidelity. He treated sinners with a kindness and affection that caused some to be shocked, others to be scandalized, and still others to hope for God's mercy. And so he bade us to be gentle and humble of heart. They are our sons, and so in correcting their mistakes we must lay aside all anger and restrain it so firmly that it is extinguished entirely. There must be no hostility in our minds, no contempt in our eyes, no insult on our lips. We must use mercy for the present and have hope for the future, as is fitting for true fathers who are eager for real correction and improvement. In serious matters, it is better to beg God humbly than send forth a flood of words that will only offend the listeners and have no effect on those who are guilty. The people brought little children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples tried to discourage them. Jesus saw this and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. He that receives one such child in my name receives me. Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Let us pray. O God, who raised up the priest St. John Bosco as a father and teacher of the young, grant, we pray, that, aflame with the same fire of love, we may seek out souls and serve you alone. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. For Monday, January 31st, 2022, I'm Paul Sadek. The pigs were doomed. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. They came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerasenes. When Jesus had come out of the boat, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, even with a chain. For he had often been bound with fetters and chains, but the chains he wrenched apart, and the fetters he broke in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. 
When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him, and crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. What is your name? My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged Jesus eagerly not to send them out of the country. Now, a great herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him, Send us to the swine. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. The herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and were drowned in the sea. The herdsmen fled and told it in the city and in the country, and people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, the man who had had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine. They began to beg Jesus to depart from their neighborhood. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus refused. Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all men marveled. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, there are all kinds of ways to tell Jesus to go away. We can see them all around us. Maybe we have even practiced some of them ourselves. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. They begged Jesus to depart from their neighborhood. May we never fall into the dreadful aberration of telling Jesus to depart from our lives, even if declaring ourselves to be Christians in some particular circumstances causes us to forfeit public office or lose us our job or leads to our material disadvantage in some way. Just the opposite must be our course. We have to say to our Lord very often using the words that the priest says to himself in the Holy Mass just before communion, Keep me faithful to your teaching and never let me be parted from you. It is far better to be with Christ and have nothing than to have all the treasures the world contains and to be without Him. The Church knows well that God alone whom it serves can satisfy the deepest cravings of the human heart, for the world and what it has to offer can never fully content it. All earthly things are simply means to bring us to God. If they do not serve that purpose, they are worse than useless. Jesus is of more worth than the most lucrative and important business transaction, more than life itself. If you drive Jesus away from you and lose him, to whom will you go? Who will you seek for your friend? Without a friend, you cannot live happily. 
If Jesus were not your very special friend, you would indeed be sad and desolate. You would have lost a great deal in this life and absolutely everything in the next. Today there have been added to imprisonment, to incarceration in concentration camps or forced labor compounds and exile from one's native land, other penalties which are less conspicuously striking but more subtle. The sentence is no longer one of death where one sheds one's blood, but a sort of civil death. Not only is there now segregation in a jail or a penal colony, but the permanent restriction of personal freedom by means of repressive laws or social discrimination. Would we be capable, if necessary, of surrendering our honor or of sacrificing our fortune in exchange for remaining with God? Following Jesus is not compatible with just everything else. We have to make a choice and give up every single thing that is an obstacle to our being with him. For this reason, we must have deeply rooted in our soul a clear disposition of horror for sin, asking our Lord and his mother to take away from us anything that might separate us from him. Mother, free us, your children, each one of us, from any stain, from anything that separates us from God, even though we may have to suffer, even though it may cost us our life. Of what use would the whole world be to us? If we were to lose Jesus, In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour on daybreak, and it's time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. 
in the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was 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 in the beginning, it is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and happy to be known as companions of your Son, we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised. From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the coastlands and those who dwell in them. Let the steppe and its cities cry out, the villages where Kedar dwells. Let the inhabitants of Sila exalt and shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and utter his praise in the coastlands. The Lord goes forth like a hero. Like a warrior, he stirs up his ardor. He shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might. I have looked away and kept silence. I have said nothing, holding myself in. But now I cry out as a woman in labor, gasping and panting. I will lay waste mountains and hills. All their herbage I will dry up. I will turn the rivers into marshes, and the marshes I will dry up. I will lead the blind on their journey by paths unknown. I will guide them. I will turn darkness into light before them and make crooked ways straight. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. From the farthest bounds of the earth, may God be praised. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, and Israel for his own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord 
does whatever he wills in heaven, on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land. On his people, their land he bestowed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Where two or three gather in your name, Lord, you promise to be with them and share their fellowship. Look down upon your family gathered here in your name and graciously pour out your blessing upon us. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who raised up the priest St. John Bosco as a father and teacher of the young, grant, we pray, that, aflame with the same fire of love, we may seek out souls and serve you alone. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Hey, let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.